Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. A little bit quicker this week because we had Monday off. We should always have Monday off. We should always, yes. Four-day work weeks. I am checking the box for yes on that. Amendment whatever, whatever. I'm in. I think everyone would, yeah. Morning, Casey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing well. Uh, Today is the day that the experts say, and by experts, I mean Christians, to take down your Christmas decorations. The Christians? Is that a rule? It is like the what? it is officially the twelfth day after Christmas. Oh, it's the twelfth day of Christmas. Yep. And my true love gave to me. Get the lights off the house now, <laughs> right? Yes. So today is is supposed to be the day when you're those come not down. going to though. You know, I really wish that that was the case. I actually I saw you because you took down your tree, right? Oh yeah, it's I, actually in the back of my car right now. It's going to Goodwill. That's awesome. I saw you take it down, and I was like, gosh, I have an urge right now to just take all of this down. You feel so nice afterwards. But it's going to be up till April. You feel so fresh. If it's still up by the Super Bowl, we have a problem. Um, I'll say that. Yeah. My wife is leaving this weekend. She's going to Disney World. And it might not be up when she gets back. I just have to do it all myself. Honestly, that's probably the best. That's like the best. Because I think so. she's she's going to be like, no, keep it up. It's nice. But then you take it down when she's gone and boom. Sorry. Sorry. It's gone. It's and gone. look how fresh it is in here. It's out of here. See ya. So yeah, if you haven't taken down your Christmas decorations, today is the day to do it. And we've got Clay Walker tickets in the 8 o'clock this morning for Hot Country Nights as we start that series up again. Uh, 923WIL.com if you want to get tickets for that. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out with us. It is Friday light. That means tomorrow is officially Friday. And it's 923WIL. To St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Tim McGraw paid tribute to the late Barbara Walters. And how did I not know that she had passed away? I don't know. Well, it happened over break. December 30th. And I'm pretty sure that you were disconnected from everything, which is fine. Kudos to you. But yeah, I saw this. I just couldn't believe I didn't know. Anyway. He posted a video of an interview that Barbara did with Faith Hill in the very early 2000s. And the interview basically kicked off on Barbara Walters asking about Tim McGraw and was it love at first sight? Was it love at first sight? I mean, did you walk out on that stage and say, this is it? I don't know. I just, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that this person was the one that that had to be my mate for the rest of my life. It does sound like it's from Who says 20 that? years ago. Who said, I just knew that this person had to be the, my mate for the rest of my life. Listen, don't know. But Faith Hill I'm says gonna, it. I'm going to so. start calling Lauren, my wife, mate? my mate. <laughs> She's my first mate. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> anyway, the interview is so fun to watch because Faith, I think they had only been together like five years at that point. Like they had really just had all three of their kids. Yeah. And she was taking a step back from the music stuff. And it's so interesting how that interview paralleled interviews that we're still seeing today with country music, the female country music artists, because almost immediately Barbara goes into things like Faith, 
you're dressing sexier. Does that mean you want to be a pop artist now? Very much like Shania at the uh, time. Yeah. Just like Taylor today or 10 years ago, just like Kelsey Ballerini is probably getting a lot today. It's crazy how that always just seems to come back around. And Faith is like, so what? I can't wear a crop top, but also be from Mississippi? Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you getting at You also here? can't really ask those questions anymore. Oh yeah. There's a lot of stuff that a lot of the uh a lot of the clips that I saw of Barbara Walters asking, you know, celebrity questions and stuff and I was like, "Oh, oh I don't know. I don't know if you can say that anymore." So, I was going to mention I don't think Tim really meant to highlight some of the things that I think we're noticing from yeah. this interview and a lot of it are questions that I don't think you can ask yeah. anybody anymore. Just and, different times. And I'm not saying that like anything juicy was in there or, um, you know, all love the Barbara Walters for times were different. Yeah. But if you watch the interview, you'll definitely notice that you're not seeing interviews like this. Exactly. These days. Yeah. In fact, you can watch the interview on our Instagram story. It's linked also on our Facebook page. Find us at 92.3 W.I.L. Remy and Casey. When I saw this story, I was like, Have this, has this happened before? There's a mom that's going viral right now on TikTok for a toy that her uh, child got for Christmas from grandma. Okay. And a toddler, two, three years old. It's, you know, one of those toys with the big buttons on it. It's a remote control. And apparently it's been telling some really bad jokes. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, what in the world could this be? This is her explaining it. And my grandmother... Got my nine-month-old son. Nine months, this sorry. toy remote. We put batteries in it, give it to my son, like, not paying any attention. He's going to town, chewing on it, pressing the buttons. So it it fires up, and they're not really paying attention at all. And then all of a sudden, someone in the, in the house notices the jokes that this thing is telling. It says on the box. It tells jokes. Played his radio Tom told his friend... My brother has a job with 10,000 people under him. His friend replied, Wow, he must be the CEO of a corporation. Tom said, No, he cuts the grass in a cemetery. <laughs> this is a nine-month-old toy. One. It, yeah, funny jokes for adults, right? But there's also a, a uh, joke about an Amish drive-by shooting. And okay. just inappropriate jokes. And it sounds to me like someone at the factory got a hold of these or one or two or whatever uh -huh. and decided to change out the voices and make these dirty jokes. So I looked up the the brand. I wanted to see like the actual box. Because, you know, sometimes, I don't know, grandma, she might be in the wrong section of the store. Yeah. She might have thought she was in one store ended up in another who knows and it's very much a children's toy it says it's made for six months and up on the box you cannot mistake it for any type of like adult situation yeah and it says there are a lot of reviews about parents finding rumors on this remote about like santa claus oh you know what i mean yeah so like, that's no good to have that's yeah and i 
There are, if you go to walmart.com or any mate, like Amazon or Target or whatever, there's third-party sellers on there. Mm, and you never know what so they're you, doing. They might not even come from Walmart. It might come straight from the factory in China. Right. So I think that that's what's happening here is some... Someone had a little too much yeah, fun with this toy. Someone is getting wasted on a Friday night in China like, let's mess with Americans <laughs> now. Uh, let's get their kids while we can. I posted oh this gosh. up on the uh, Facebook page. Go let us know. Maybe you bought it. Maybe you purchased this and you're like, what the heck is going on? Let us know on the Facebook page uh, and you can go see the clip there. 92.3 WIL on sh- Facebook. I'm sure some more people have stories about other toys too. Yeah. I want to hear them because I, I actually think it's kind of funny. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. The XFL is slated to start up on February 18th. There's just one problem. No schedule has been released yet. No schedule. Oh my gosh, it's kind of soon. Less than one week away from the start of training camp, which starts on January 8th, and roughly six weeks away from the Battle Hawks anticipated season kickoff on February 18th, the XFL has yet to announce schedules for the upcoming season. That said, if you want to buy tickets, individual games are not on sale yet. From what I see, it's just season tickets. But one wow, thing I one okay. thing I can tell you is that when schedule when the schedule does come out that we'll be ready to call. Oh yeah, call and, and call and call call. Yes, call call. I just I can't believe we're like, you know, the Cardinals usually release or the Blues release their schedule months and months in advance. Individual ticket sales are a little bit closer to the season start, but. I mean, we're close. The XFL has had a rough go over the last two years. So maybe, I don't know, maybe they're really saving it for a special date. I don't know. I just, I really hope. I know the XFL posted something yesterday. Uh, They posted a picture of the arch through like an alleyway, which was really cool. A really cool shot. So I'm hoping that because there's some activity on the Facebook page that maybe that schedule is right around the corner. Maybe today. Who knows? But uh, we do not know yet. Uh, Breaking Bad fans, Walter White will be back huge, right? He's returning for a Super Bowl commercial for Aww. Frito-Lay's popcorn. Sorry, I had to. Uh. Brian Cranston shared a picture of himself as Walter White holding a bag of chips with the caption breaking soon. Super Bowl 57 will be on Sunday, February 12th on Fox. The game takes place at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Rihanna will be headlining the halftime show this year. Hello. Do you like how they release these commercials before the Super Bowl? No, I think that ruins that ruins a lot of it because then it comes on and you're like, oh, well, I've already seen that one. Yeah, and I think it's hard because a lot of times what they'll do is they'll release it before the Super Bowl and then they'll play it again. So there's like the smattering of things that you've already seen up against new commercials that you haven't seen yet. Yeah, I wish they would just save them all. Yeah, because then I just wouldn't leave. That's what I'm showing up for. Showing up for your commercials. Unless the Chiefs are in it, and then sure, yeah, or whoever your team is, uh, I know some of them are withheld until the big game, but yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing Walter White again. Unfortunately, it will not be in a Breaking Bad scenario, but I, I, it's a Dorito or it's a Frito Lake commercial, so I'm wondering how they're going to get around the whole like this is a drug reference kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so we'll see. We'll see. It's the dust of it all. I mean, yeah, right. Uh, it's pure. It's 99% pure. Uh, Blues will take on the Devils tonight. Puck drop at six. You can find more on the Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. You really had me thinking that Breaking Bad was going to come back. Man, 
I wish. Then there would have been a whole new market for people to buy the Breaking Bad stove out of your garage. That's true. I do own Jesse Pinkman's stove. (laughs) Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. James Corden officially leaving the late show. Say goodbye to carpool karaoke. Spill your guts or fill your guts and all that fun stuff. But uh-huh. I think we we already knew that, right? We already knew he was leaving. Yeah, and I kind of feel like it he doesn't he say stuff about his family, but I feel like he came up in the news recently for being kind of a jerk. Yeah, so Throughout 2022, a lot of people have claimed that James Corden is one of those celebrities who's like rude to wait staff, rude with normal people, and also was found on some accounts of plagiarizing jokes on The Late Show, like Ooh. stealing jokes from other comedians Yeah, um, without warning. So I think it's probably a good time for him to take a step back, but he explained further earlier this week when he was on the Drew Barrymore show, Drew Barrymore show, and... Um, Here's how he said he ultimately came to the decision leaving The Late Show. But the truth is, it became a very easy decision because I always knew it was an adventure and I never ever considered it to be the final destination. Which I think is a lovely way to look at things in life. To like whether it be jobs or your living situation or even like your location. Yeah. To say, this is really great. But it's all a part of the adventure. It might not be where I land forever, and that's okay. Yeah, I feel like in show business, it's so... You're so all over the place anyway. And even with The Late Show, he still is all over the place. He's doing musicals. He's mm-hmm. doing specials. He's doing movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he's he's got that stuff. This was, this was just a constant for the last eight years. And I feel like he kind of fell into that whole, oh, crap... Ellen stuff where like uh-huh. the, the bad, the skeletons are kind of coming out of the closet a little bit. Maybe I should nip this in the bud now Yeah. instead of continuing. Yeah. He's got the opportunities there. Like he's going to be fine. But while announcing his departure, he also said that having his family, they make it an even easier decision to walk away. And my son, who was 10 at the time, was sat on the stairs and he said, are you working today? And I said, I am. His face just kind of dropped. I called my wife Jules and I said I've realized best case scenario we have six more summers where Max is like even remotely wants to be around us and I cannot waste another one and I think that's a lesson everybody should learn you know when your children become teenagers they hate you so you might as well enjoy them while you can yeah so uh I'm I'm quitting today so (laughs) to be with my family of course obviously yeah that's the only reason (laughs) is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, what do you sleep with? Like... A man? <laughs> like, what surrounds you in bed? Um, I wouldn't say anything's like in bed. Like, he has a pillow, I have a pillow, one comforter, boom. Okay, so nothing else. That's it. Pretty typical. A recent poll asked... 20,000 people if they slept with stuffed animals. Oh. 27% said yes. 27 of 27, adults? And they are proud of it. 13% said they sometimes sleep with plush animals, and another 2% said they do, but they're ashamed of it. So all in all, 42% of people sleep with stuffed animals, at least occasionally. This is random to me. I mean, doing it when you're little, I obviously understand, but... The- 
I feel like even when I was younger, they would always end up on the ground or yeah. like it would it would never like stay there. So it didn't seem like there was much of a point. Yeah. Are these adults straight spooning? I don't know. Teddy bears? That that's a good question. I 314-954-9230 if you still sleep with stuffed animals. I'm just curious off the bat if that is a thing. Maybe it's a teddy bear you've had your entire life. Maybe right. it's just like something to to hold. I don't know, to like put your arms around that you is not a pillow. Right. Uh when asked if pets sleep with them, 44% of people said yes. The rest either don't have pets or don't allow them in bed. Yeah. And I, I'll say this. If I had a bigger bed, my dog would sleep in the bed with yeah. me. Yeah. Riley was at my feet last night, which isn't typical. She usually sleeps on the floor. But um, they didn't ask how many people regularly sleep with other humans. But honestly, it doesn't sound like a lot of us would uh, have room for that. So uh, my wife doesn't sleep with any stuffed animals. But ever since we've had kids, she got used to body pillows. Mm. So she has a body pillow on each side of her. And she's loved it ever since she was pregnant with uh, our first one. <laughs> and now she just hasn't given it up. She's in, she's, what's so like, that called? I'll roll over, you know, to she's be. She's barricaded. Big spoon or little spoon or whatever. Nope. And there's just, it's a great wall. <laughs> great wall of pillow separates That's us. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So um, what do you sleep with in your bed? <laughs> 314-954-9230. I really want to know. I also posted the story on the Facebook page. You can check it out there. 92.3 W.I.L. Remy and Casey. Ladies, what kind of vehicle makes a dude seem hotter? Wow. I asked this question to Casey when we came in today. And I was like, I know you're not a car person, but is there a car or a type of car that just makes a guy a little bit sexier? To start, you know, when you're first dating, he rolls up in a what? What? It, what is that that makes him sexier? Casey? It is a truck. A pickup truck. It is a truck. I'm sorry. It is. Does it have to be a big truck? Because if you pulled um, up in a little like Chevy S10. Here's the thing. I'll say what I'll say about a Ranger, you know? Okay. But if it's a truck, that's what counts. Okay. Which so happens to be the number one pick for women to find uh, a guy a little bit more attractive in the beginning. Yeah, I don't really know what it's all about. Maybe for me, it's like a, it sounds creepy saying it out loud, but for me, it's like a, like, that's what my dad drives. That's what all the guys in my family drive. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So you're used to it. Right. Yeah. Uh, sports cars are in second place with 27%. SUVs are 16%. Sedans are 11%. When I met my wife... I was driving. <laughs> I was driving a Volkswagen Rabbit. It's Ew. a hatchback, a tiny little like <laughs> egg of a car, and that. And she was like, mm, that's "Yeah, the one. you know when you put the seats down, it gets so much larger in Ew. the back." <laughs> but I, I remember, I remember sitting in this car and being sold from the from the dealership that I got it from, uh, and it had so much legroom for a small car. I'm six three. You know, and you know what that has car? evolved into? You and your forerunner. Yes. SUVs are at 16%. So at least I'm a little more sexy now than my car. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so I asked this question on the Facebook page. And a lot of people, as Shannon said, clean and running truck. So it could be a pickup clean and truck. Running, yeah. But it needs to be running. True. Michelle, a working one. Yep. Doesn't matter what kind of car or truck it is, just something that runs. Yep. 
Brandy said a van. Soccer dad. Let's go. Okay. 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 Let us know on the Facebook page. Uh, ladies, what's that kind of vehicle that makes a dude just seem a little hotter? <laughs> show, show me that rabbit you got ready. <laughs> yeah. Fold <laughs> the seat down. Does it feel like last weekend we were at Jingle Fest? Man. It does. I feel like there's always that between Christmas and New Year's, it, it just, it, it goes by so quickly. Yeah. Because you're blur. with family, you're doing you know, all the parties and all the things. And so uh, we had talked about Hot Country Nights like it was in the distant future, but now it's like in a couple weeks. So Hot Country Nights is starting back up on the 20th. We've got Clay Walker, Jameson Rogers after that, Parmalee, Joe Nichols, Midland, Nico Moon, Priscilla Block, and one more artist to be announced. I really want to pack Ballpark Village this year. And I really also want to say that our openers this year are amazing too, because even though they're openers, there are people like Matt Stell, Dylan Schneider, uh, Kylie Morgan, like definitely notable names if you stream country music. Yeah, Breland is coming as well oh, with James yeah. Rogers. He brings the energy. It's going to be a lot of fun. We want to see you at Ballpark Village. And I remember over the past couple of years, we've had to deal with like in 2020, like some restrictions of like capacity and all that. We don't need any of that this year. So make sure to get your tickets while you still can for Hot Country Nights. It all starts on the 20th at 92.3 WIL.com. Remy and Casey. All right, time for the big three. Three questions separate you from Clay Walker tickets today. Jordan and Union will be playing along with Casey. We've got a bunch of games on this huge prize wheel. Casey, are you ready to spin the wheel? Let's do it. All right. All right, today's game is Famous Hollywood Cars, which is perfect That's- for you. Because you love cars. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, so Jordan's going to be playing along with kind of like grading you as you go. And then once you've finished, we're going to ask him if he thinks that you got two out of three right. Okay. And if he's correct, then he will win those tickets. Okay. All right. Here we go. Famous Hollywood cars. Are you ready? I'm ready. This small automobile with a mind of its own was the star of a 1968 film and was later remade in 2005 starring Lindsay Lohan. Ah, Herbie. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't ask if that was right. I just played the okay, that's ding fine. sound. Question number two. This stock car was the protagonist of a 2006 Pixar film voiced by Owen Wilson. Lightning McQueen. Yes. I'm just, I'm she's, grading myself she's here. She's clicking the correct I'm here. sorry, I'll stop. All right, here we go. Lightning Question McQueen. number three. What was the name of the car Nicolas Cage had an odd relationship with in the movie Gone in 60 Seconds. First, have you ever seen Gone in 60 Seconds, Casey? I've not seen it. Oh, no! An odd relationship with a car. Was he... How was he hanging out with his car? It always kind of eluded him. 1960... Seven GT500 Shelby Mustang. I don't know. It was All a- the cars in the movie had like names of women. Oh, um, it was Brandy. All right. There's the three questions. Jordan, do you think Casey got two out of three of those questions correct? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's got that faith. All right. Well, let's check and see here. Woo! 
Wait, what was the name of the car? Jordan, you also win. You get those Clay Walker tickets, so congratulations. We'll get your info oh. here in a second. Uh, Jordan, do you know what the name is the of the Gone in 60 Seconds car? I do not know. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad he's on the same page as me. The Shelby GT500 is named. Shelby. Oh, wait, what? Eleanor. Whatever. I know, right? I would have never got that. I just feel like everybody and their mother has seen Gone in 60 Seconds. Not Casey. Apparently not Casey. All right, congratulations, Jordan. We'll play the big three again tomorrow. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Everyone says that Nashville is a 10-year town and Marin Morris is defying the odds. Remy, what does that mean, that phrase? Uh, I don't know. There's a couple different ways to take that. I'm assuming that it means it takes 10 years to make it. Or it could be you're only going to last like 10 years because it's super expensive. Exactly. It's a make it or break it situation. So like in 10 years, you will either have like made it and you're going to stay or like that's when you know it's not working out here. Yeah. So earlier this week, Maren Morris reflected on her journey since she first moved to Nashville because it has officially been 10 years since she went there all the way from Texas to pursue her career as a singer-songwriter. She shared a throwback photo of herself and her mom next to a U-Haul truck. You can tell this is a very 2013 photo. Mm-hmm. They're standing next to a massive U-Haul truck. And when you swipe, the next photo is a photo of her standing in arena with a giant crowd in front of her. She says, it's a 10-year town, so 10 years ago, I packed up the U-Haul with a dream and a healthy dose of delusion, moved into a Craigslist apartment with two roommates I didn't know and hustled to get into any rooms I could. 10 years later, I'm still driving circles around this town, but today the dream looks a lot different. A lot of miracles and a lot more lessons than I cared to learn, but it has a pretty patina that makes it mine. I want to give my younger self a hug and say, brace yourself. It's going to get weird, but you'll be proud. And a lot more money. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> I, I will never forget the story. She always tells this where, you know, she was at the CMAs at a bar across the street. And then the next year she was actually attending the CMAs as a nominee. Oh, wow. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. So, And, and that's really all it takes is a couple songs to do really, really well. And then boom, you're mm-hmm. off. You're off to the races. Yeah. So if I ever lose this job, I'm just going to move to Nashville and just see what happens. You are pretty good with that improv songwriting. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be an artist. You can play about one chord. I might start a car wash, <laughs> but I, I might be successful. I think that's a better business idea if right? I'm being honest. <laughs> So now, 10 years later, after she's moved to Nashville, she is headlining all the big venues. She's married another singer-songwriter, Ryan Hurd, and she has a two-year-old and a couple of beefy scandals with other country artists. But, you know, who doesn't these days? Beefy is a great word for that. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) How big's your scandal? Beefy. (laughs) You can see everything on our Facebook and Insta, 92.3 WIL. Sometimes the best part of a story is the comment section. It's Best in Comments with Remy and Casey. Today's post, Cardi B, who is a rapper lady. Why do you say rapper lady? She's a rapper. She's a female rapper. she is a lady. Cardi B is upset about the prices at the grocery store and inflation. She went on a big rant about how a head of lettuce is $6 now where she lives, probably somewhere in California where it's unlivable anyway. Right saying, how could people afford this? At last check, Cardi B is worth an estimated $80 million. Mm, yeah. We go to the comment section, Casey. Number five, you know please. how the people on Facebook feel about this. Oh, yes. Number five. John T. said, 
Finally, somebody's speaking up about the inflation that we can all relate to. Right? Agreed. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Jeez, everybody can relate to having that kind of money. Number four. Carrie P says, if rich people are complaining about prices, you know there's a problem. Truth. That's very true. Number three, Emily L says, she has a point, but she also bought her daughter a $30,000 purse. So. Someone someone further commented on that and said, can she eat the purse? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe, maybe. Uh, Number two. Tanya M says, she might still buy normal groceries like Kraft Mac and Cheese and SkettiOs, but she's eating them with a spoon covered in diamonds. Ain't that the truth? That's true. Who isn't? You know? <laughs> when I'm going to my silverware drawer, it's not silverware, it's diamondware, girl. Oh. All right, and your number one comment is... Alyssa A says, we know grocery prices have gone up, but what about... Buckets and mops and wet wipes. Now get a bucket and a mop. Yes, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I really hope that whatever just went on the air is edited. It is. Okay. <sighs> Obviously, and you know she needs a lot of those buckets and mops because she's got a kid now. Cardiana. I was home with my kid, mommy. Oh my gosh. This just became an excuse for you to play Cardi <laughs> B on a country station. Uh, go check out the story I posted on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Is it just me or is everybody sick right now? Like everybody. Everybody seems to be sick right now. You're not sick. I'm not sick. Yet. Rarely. Yet. Uh, there is no cure for the common cold. That's we all know so this, right? rude, by the way. Don't put that on me. I'm sorry. Uh, there's no cure for coronavirus, but there may be a cure for the flu, and it involves pressing a vegetable against your foot. Have you seen this? No. I saw this about a month or two ago on TikTok, this trend of people slicing up potatoes putting them on the, the bottom of their feet, putting a sock over okay. the foot, okay. and then going to bed that night. Okay. And apparently that cures flu. That's interesting. I do know about those um, foot patches. It's like a it, it's like a, whole, a patch that covers the entire bottom of your foot. Uh-huh. And that's what you do. You like stick them on. They're sticky. You put a sock on. You go to sleep. And you wake up and supposedly it like pulls the toxins from your body. Yeah. And you wake up and the patch has like turned black. That's exactly what happens, but with patats. The patats turn black? They turn black overnight. Are we sure it's not because they're just like dry now? That's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, okay, well, if you slice up an apple. And leave it out. You leave it out, it turns brown, right? So maybe we should slice a potato, put one part on your bedside table, just leave it there, and then put the other part in the sock on your foot and see what happens. Look at you with your little scientific experiment here. The funny thing is, is nobody has really come out and said this is like... Not true? Not a placebo effect. Because that was my first thing was, okay, well, the mind is pretty crazy, right? And if you think that you're curing yourself through putting a potato on your foot overnight, then maybe the mind is healing you overnight or something like that. But uh, they do turn black. It's, it's, It's pretty wild to see. Is anyone in your household sick right now? There always uh, kind of is. So. Yeah, it's always, no one's really sick, sick. Can you imagine Leo's face if you were like, hang on, can't go to bed yet. 
potatoes in the socks? Yeah, we bought a potato no, just sleep. for this. We we bought a potato. We just never did it. I, I, don't, I don't know why we didn't do it, but. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and I also want to know what toxins are. You hear that thrown around so yeah, much in health myth. and wellness. It's just like, oh, I'm doing a juice cleanse to get the toxins out. Yeah, I don't think it's real. Like the toxins are in your body. Like, here comes the juice. Get the F out. <laughs> Jeez. It comes like a tidal wave. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't understand any of this. But if you have done this, if you have put the potato the potato on your foot, I want to know. 314-954-9230, call us. Has this actually worked for you? Or go to the Facebook page. I posted up the story there. You can comment. If you're sleeping with potatoes on your feet, you're also reading your horoscope and believing it. That is very true. That is very true. Oh, wait, that's me. It is. Aries, by the way. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey. We were talking about in the unprofessional news, this whole potato thing where you slice up a potato, you put it on the on the bottom of your foot, you put a sock over it overnight, it cures the flu. That's what TikTok says. So we felt like we got to see if this is actually real. And uh, we go to the funds. Yeah, you putting potatoes on your feet? I I did. My wife actually put them on my feet for me because she wanted me to be the guinea pig. Okay, mm. and what are the results? <laughs> nothing. Nothing happened. The potato didn't turn black or nothing. It was just a, a slimy, wet potato on my feet all night long. And are you sure that you were sick? Yeah, I had the. I had just had the flu, mm. um, and she she's like, "This is supposed to suck the toxins out of your body," and I I don't think it did not one thing. Woke up with a wet potato in your sock. <laughs> it was nasty. It was nasty. Uh. Are you sure you got the right no. potato? I don't know. Maybe maybe like red <laughs> potatoes are different than, than yellow. I don't know. And... I think it was just an Idaho brown-looking potato. It was okay. wet, nasty, and slimy. They don't feel as good as they taste. I'll tell you that. Well, this uh, scientific study has concluded. Thank you so much for your help on that. What's your name? Uh, Landon. Landon. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for calling. <laughs> All right. Later. So, you know, I think if anything good came out of this, we came up with the new Red Hot Ripplets flavor. Slimy potato? Wet hot riblets. Oh, Let's go. I don't know if I like it. Weirdo. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey. And earlier in the show, in the unprofessional news, we were talking about how some people, 42% of people, still sleep with a stuffed animal. We're talking like adults, too. Yeah, do you still sleep with stuffed animals? Uh, I sleep with one. My mom, I love cows. My mom got me this little cow stuffed animal, and I'm about to get married, and I still sleep with it. My husband's like, um, honey. <laughs> the first time I ever visited my, my wife's uh, room when we first started dating, went back to her parents' house, and the entire thing was, like, covered in stuffed animals, oh, and I was a little freaked out. My gosh. <laughs> but, uh, so are you going to keep the cow? Into marriage? I mean, I'll keep it. I might give it to, like, our kids once we have them or something like that. Oh, I like yeah. It. I that'd like be it. cute. What's your name? Josie. Josie, thank you so much for listening and for the call. We appreciate it. No problem. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out today uh, for our Friday light. So uh, I think today's show is a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I think for not knowing much about cars, Casey, you did pretty well in the big three today. You asked me some pretty easy questions. I'm not going to lie, but I didn't know the one that I, that one. Uh, the Gone in 60 Seconds one? Yeah, I didn't know that car. What was the Shelby GT500 named in Gone in 60 Seconds? 
Eleanor. Now you know. But you should watch that movie because it's really good. With Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage as Memphis Reigns. One Reigns is as good as another. Oh, wow. Yeah. You got to check it out. It's 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 a classic movie at this point. So, you sold uh, me. That is, I'll watch Friends and you watch Gone in 60 it's Seconds. It's time. Yeah. You told me you were going to do that over the holidays. And I was so excited to come and pick your brain and see what you were thinking about Friends. Yeah. And you still haven't started it I, yet. I blame Southwest Airlines. Just in general. You can't do that. <laughs> if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 WIL.